Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. Dean Norris is best known as Walter White's brother-in-law, Hank, on Breaking Bad. He joined me to talk Breaking Bad's legacy and his new CBS sitcom, The United States of Al. Hey, thank you for having me, man. Let's start by pretending some of our listeners, maybe they, have, they haven't caught the show yet. I know you're a couple episodes in, but just hit them with the quick premise. Yeah, it's uh, um, I play uh, uh, Art Dugan, who uh, lives in uh, Ohio, and my son is a Marine who comes back from Afghanistan with some issues, and he brings his interpreter, uh, his Afghani interpreter, uh, Al, and they live with me, and uh, we kind of try to navigate uh, the world together. Uh, and just real quickly, it's a, it's a serious issue uh, bringing these translators from Afghanistan over here because they have targets on their backs once they've worked with the U.S. military. So getting them over here is, a, is, is an important issue. Uh, but that's the serious part of it. And the comedy comes from just uh, Al, you know, his views of kind of dealing with America and, and our culture and our, and our stuff. And it's, uh, it's a heartwarming show, uh, but it's also really funny. Awesome. And I know uh, what episode is going to air tonight. How many more left in the season? Yeah, we have 13 total. So we have uh, so another eight or nine after that. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, give us a teaser we can expect from tonight on. You know what I mean? Like if, if we've been following it so far, I know it's hard to do without spoilers, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what? I think the fun part about the show is you start to really see the relationships between these uh, these characters and, and the more you do I think the more you'll you'll love them and I think you'll you'll find the humor in their situation you kind of see me and my son you know we have an interesting relationship and us trying to kind of communicate is we're kind of awkward guys trying to you know be sincere and uh, I think that kind of resonates probably with a lot of men out there I don't know uh, but us trying to navigate our relationship is uh, is something that we continue. We do a lot tonight, and kind of continues on. So I find that fun and uh, and uh, also touching at the same time. For sure. And I know you know your character art. You know, obviously you're you're his dad, but you're you're also veteran yourself in the show, right? As well. That's correct. Yes, we're a military family all around. And my daughter, who lives with us as well, she had a fiance who who lost his life in the in the war. So she's hurting too. So right. it's a quite quite. Quite a, quite a group of characters in that house. But that's the one point of kind of mutual understanding they have is having both been in, in the military. And uh, the, uh, the kind of tensions they have are just general, you know, dad-son tensions of, of, of different sorts. And, um, you know, and I just want the best for him. And he's, he's hurting. And, and, but I don't know how to fix it. You know, and dads always want to try to fix things. And that, that, kind, of, uh, that kind of tension is what we kind of focus on more. 
Gotcha. So, so your service is something you guys actually bond over. That's a source of bringing you together. Yeah, exactly. And uh, that's, that's the kind of one thing that we both, you know, we haven't have in common and it's the other things of just trying to be able to, you know, deal with the, I don't know. It's yeah. Just the things that dads and sons conflict over, but it's not the military. So. Sure. Well, you've tossed out a lot. I mean, you've mentioned there are some very serious topics, you know, um, not only war, but PTSD, you know, your, your, I guess your daughter, Lizzie has lost her husband to, to battle, but it's also a comedy. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, <laughs> if you're not laughing at that, no, but no, uh, seriously, no, but in all seriousness, no, like, uh, you know, I don't want people to be scared off by he- heavy issues because heavy We're all, I mean, come on, we're going through a pandemic. It's a heavy time. What's the art of threading laughs throughout the serious times? Cause we need them. Yeah, well, I think that that brings just, a, if I may, a truer laugh because you, the, these are characters that you, you'll, you'll love because of their, their failings and because of their sadness and that stuff. But they deal with it through, through comedy, you know, and we have great moments of, of, of you're like, oh, man, release. And then, and then it's released by the comedy. So I, I think it makes for a great combination. Uh, I wanted to do a comedy that was about something and I, 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 I wouldn't do, or I didn't want to do, and I certainly, I didn't, I, and I wouldn't do a comedy that's just a light fluffy piece, you know? So the fact that this is about something, and I thought that in, and for what it's worth, uh, I think that that kind of works in this COVID time. And, 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 and uh, certainly as we go forward, I just think it's something too light. Uh, without any depth to it would have been just kind of jarring in a way. And I, I think this doesn't have that. I think this, you know that this is about something and, and you laugh at their, at the way they're trying to deal with it. Sure. Now I know the, the show, you know, it's set in Columbus, Ohio. And uh, I know you grew up in South Bend, Indiana, not exactly Ohio, but you know what I mean? Same, similar. Oh, yeah. Is this a sort of a family uh, and a setting that, you, you know, you know, well, from your own personal experience? Absolutely. I think, I think it's, uh, it, I'm really glad that I grew up in the Midwest uh, as, uh, first of all, I'm glad that I grew up in the Midwest, but I'm also glad that I have that in my background to bring to this character. Cause I feel that I know Art Dugan very well. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Are you a big Notre Dame fan being from South Bend? Oh, you, you have to be. You, you have no choice but to be a Notre Dame fan. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Oh, yes. Cool. Uh, I know we're up against the clock. My listeners will kill me if I don't ask at least one breaking bad question. Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> You'll yeah. forever be frozen in time on that show. I think it was a almost, almost like a magic trick what Vince Gilligan was able to pull off by the protagonist, Walter White, is this anti-hero, you know, plunging, you know, Mr. Chips to Scarface, you know, being yeah. one of the most evil guys ever if you look at his action but we're rooting for him. Whereas you're the counter to that, you know, the cop sort of character who traditionally we would be rooting for in a way we are, but you know, you're the foil yeah. to the anti-hero. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, that was, that was fun. I mean, I think it was always interesting at, you know, along the, the show where certain people would fall out with uh, Walter White and just say, I can't, you know, no more. I can't, I'm not on his side anymore. And enough people obviously were even to the end, which says a lot about you guys, you know, because you're rooting for the psycho killer. But uh, just joking. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, we thought that that was just a, a central tension of the show. You know, how far how far could he go and the audience still stay with him? And, um, you know, how far could uh, 
could Hank go in his own way and uh, have the audience on his side? Uh, and I think that was a part of a tension that, that helped make that show really work. And yeah, Vince Gilligan's a genius to kind of thread that needle for, for five years. For sure. Before we run, memories of two scenes that were I thought were the pivotal. One, you're in the bathroom, you know, you're reading the <laughs> Walt Whitman Leaves of Grass and we see yeah. what is to my friend, other WW or whatever. We as the audience, man, we were, we gasped right with you because we're on your journey. We're, we don't want you to discover, but we do, you know, cause we know <laughs> the end of the show is coming. So um, how did you play that scene? Cause that's a pivotal, oh my God, a look of betrayal in a way. Oh my God, this is the guy I've been looking for and he's my best friend. Yeah, I thought that was, man, I, that scene was just so genius for after five years to have him you know, it wasn't an aha moment where he figured it out. In fact, Walt, at, 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 right prior to that, Walt had kind of really tied up everything and it looks like he was going to get away with it, you know? And just because uh, old Hank had, a, had to take a crap <laughs> and his brother-in-law's, uh, <laughs> you know, at that moment, and he just happens to find that book, I thought it was such a great way for that reveal to happen. Uh, and uh, I, when I read that, I just like fell over i was like oh man that's just that's just great stuff and then of course your death scene man memories of that too because it was it, for you it was you know shooting that you knew it was a badass scene for your character and a great end of the show but like in a way it's it's closure you're not going to play that role again well i guess you could in the spinoffs yeah i, I actually come back in uh and yeah. better call saw last yeah, yeah. year which was fun but yeah oh man it was a, it was a really it was just it was everything kind of came together in, in a uh, in that in that final scene, and everybody was out there, Vince, and you know it was a big goodbye, and and it was Lenny was like filming, you know, the famous final scene. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dead characters gone, and and show over. So that was a very emotional day, and and one that I'll always remember uh, very very fondly. Well, it's an all timer show, man. I think it's gonna rank with the best dramas ever. Where do you put it with you know Sopranos, Hill Street Blues, you know all the great dramas ever? Do you consider it right up there, Mad Men, all the greats? I think it's number one, brother. <laughs> exactly. Hey, you're you're not gonna find an argument for me or many people, man. Most people will agree. That's I love awesome. the Wire. I put the Wire up there, uh, but I think that Breaking Bad is it's. It's its its own animal. I think it's going to hold, hold, uh, hold it, it'll hold up to, in the test of time. So yeah, The Wire and Breaking Bad, next and Sopranos probably right. I mean, I don't know how you choose between yeah. those three, but man, yeah, right, yeah, right. You're part of TV history, so congrats on everything. But Dean Norris, everybody, watch his career legacy continue <laughs> with the United States <laughs> of Al uh, sitcom here on CBS. Hey, thanks, man. Thank you, guys. Have a great one. Thanks so much for joining us on Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Remember to hit the subscribe button and give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time.